Content creating is probably the hardest job ever. I mm. think out of everything else, being a content creator and being in the limelight, content creator is still a musician, it's still an actor. Absolutely. It's still, it's not, for now on, I don't want any Afrobeast artists performing with a DJ. It has to be a live band. <laughs> there, are, there are single artists, yeah. there are album artists, there are live band performers, and there are backing DJs artists. You're listening to Adi Shokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Right. And welcome to a brand new episode of, of course, Adi Shokbe Live, the official Afrobeat podcast, our first uh, podcast of the year. So happy new year to everybody, by the way. Um, I'm Adi Shokbe Live, and this is where we discuss the Afropop culture and break down some of the hottest headlines that you've seen or might not have seen or heard. So in case you join us for the first time, well, welcome to Adi Shopper Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. Make sure you subscribe on all platforms. That's YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Hit the subscribe button so you're alerted once every episode is uploaded. Well, and again, shout out to Yanga TV. We're live on Yanga Television now uh, every Saturday at 7.30 p.m. and repeated on Monday at 7 p.m. Big shout out to Yanga TV for that. Um, but before we go into that, welcome once again to one of the behind the scenes on Guys, Apple I was invited back. <laughs> I heard my fans need me. <laughs> Ayo Maurice. Hello, uh, hello, hello. Happy big New shout Year. Shout-outs to Ayo. She's one of the people in the background. Shout-outs to LM Media, Afro-Scene TV. Of course, uh, we're shot, it's shot here at Afri Media Studios, Willow Studios in the background. So, yeah, we're, I'm excited. Well, Happy New Year. Um, happy New Year to you, too. Excited for us to get into some of this interesting headlines. Let's get down to um, the gist. Some of them are David and Burner Boy allegedly getting into a tussle in Ghana with Whiskey looking unbothered. Um, social media war between two alleged kept women by the richest black man in the world. And East Africa's superstar Harmonize publicly thanks Diamond Platinums on social media and Miss Rumbles of a Quiet Feud. Um, obviously, that's the tip of the iceberg. We're getting into the main gist right now. We're starting Ghana where most of the celebrities hung out during the Christmas and New Year break. Stars like Whiskey, David O'Burner Boy, Steph London, NSG, Stormzy, and lots more were even party were seen partying and enjoying the beautiful sights and sounds of Accra, especially as many of other places such as the UK were in lockdown. Well, now as the year saw various social media back and forth between David O and Burner Boy, it was inevitable that they will run into each other very soon. Now, David O was in Ghana to perform alongside his brother Stone Boy, with whom he has a recent hit called Activate. Uh, whilst Burner Boy was just on vacation with his missus, Steph London and the guys. You know how they do. <laughs> um, well, the story making rounds alleges that whilst David and his crew were partying at one of the hottest spots in Ghana in Club Twist, allegedly Burner was seen to have approached David's camp either for a conversation or something else, but hell broke loose as both camps were seen to have thrown a few fists, uh, but the security was quick to calm the situation down, separating the pair before Burner left soon after. Well, videos later hit the world, uh, showing David O leaving the club with his crew agitated, and in the corner was Whiskey calmly <laughs> sipping his champagne, <laughs> looking unbothered. Uh, well, David O later hit Twitter saying he might quit music, and later, uh, he we were seen and heard debunking that tweet. He tweeted, I'm, I'm about to leave music for Una. But later on, he came back 
and, and said, you know, that, that, that was a joke. Well, let's go into it. Uh, David on Burner Boy have been uh, back and forth on social media music, allegedly fine. Why? What's the reason? What is the reason again? I that's think it's the, an ego thing. No, but that, that, exactly. So that's yeah. the problem with, with beefs. Most of the time with beefs, you you ultimately don't find out what really was the genesis of the problem. Because mm. one thing would have led to another. Somebody would have said something. Wasn't song it when David said that he's the biggest artist in... That, that was way, I, that's way before that. Oh, you okay, know, so the beef must have started earlier on in the year, you know, with Burner Boy and David going back and forth with so Instagram uh, throwbacks or whatever. But it was inevitable that both of them were going to oh, run into yeah. each other. You remember that? Yeah, time? okay, yeah, I remember and that. And then yeah. uh, this Ghana situation happened where, you know, allegedly Bernard was in the club and walked straight to David's camp. Yeah. And, you know, it looked like there was a little bit of a ruffle. Um, obviously, and, and, and the interesting thing bef uh, before that was um, shout outs to the UK rapper and popular star, uh, Lethal Bizzle, who had posted on Twitter or uh, Instagram before that saying, you know, because Ghana seemed like the only place that was open mm. alongside the likes of Dubai, Dubai, he was saying, I hope people don't turn Ghana into Dubai oh, where yeah, they're fighting yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 24 yeah. hours after that, it was videos hit media. Yeah. David O and Burnable. What are your I feel thoughts? like David O, you know, when you look at these, the three, the three goats of the yeah. game, I feel like David O is someone that likes to antagonize people. I don't know any of these personally, but I look at this and I think, Bernard might have said to him, okay, let's, let's, you know, let's, let's talk. And then David might have been like, said something really cheeky. And the thing is, I don't care who you are. You talk shit, you're going to get bagged. So you must have said something. To be honest and Berna, with you. And then Wiz is just the cool cat. I think, I personally think that David, especially when it comes to Burner Boy, or even Wizkid and Cole, I think David wouldn't have said anything in front of them. But I just think... This is my opinion, by the way. You know, I just believe the tensions have been growing for quite some time. When they ultimately were in the same room, mm. it was a case of, yo, what's going on? You've been chatting. You've been chatting. What's, let, yeah. Let's have it. Mm. And then, then you have to add to that the fact that every, each one of them were in the club with at least 10 men deep. Yeah. So not only are you... It could have even been a friend of his that did a push or did something. Or, or perhaps something. even, you know, I heard... You know, you know, confirmed reports from the club that Berna approached David Stable, and that's why I said approached might have been to have a word mm. or something. Initially, nobody knew why. He might have just gone over there and said, yo, bro, what's, what's really going on? But obviously, the minute that the camp sees Burner Boy walking towards, yeah. everybody's like, yo, yeah. <laughs> let's get it on. Kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah. social yeah. media went crazy. These guys went, first of all, the fact that Ghana has been the spot where everybody's partying, <sighs> and then now two Nigerian brothers might be ruffling feathers in one of the most popular clubs. What kind of um, what, what example are you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rude. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really like celebrities physically fighting. Yeah. I feel like you guys are at a level. People look up to you and things like that, and it just kind of feels like anyone can. I know emotions arise and we're human, but I think there should just be a grace. Like everybody was there just having fun. Yeah, we could have just left, left it. And if you were really bothered. You can call him up, get his number. You can contact you, say, give me David's number. I can they call him up. They have his other's number. I don't really think Bernard himself is... I think the way we look at Bernard, I think Bernard doesn't really care. I think it hurts. I think David's upset about something. But you have to also, you have to also understand that Bernard has gotten to a position where he displays the attitude of not caring to the public because he, he knows that if he does show you guys in the public, us mm. in the media, that he does care about certain things... 
he might get a lot more attention that he wants. And he mm. doesn't want certain attention yeah, he from doesn't. people. Yeah. He, he strikes me as the guy that will be like, you know what? I'll leave the chat on Instagram and we're going to deal with it when we see each other face yeah. to face. He's, yeah, he's yeah. He strikes me as one of those. Very Raz. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. No. So, yeah, 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 I get it. But um, apart from the fact that both of them, luckily enough, you know, the situation was settled and both of them went their separate ways. But what really caught social media and went treading worldwide was Wiz. the fact that he's Wiz, just the best. He was you can't. So, did you just see the way he. I was, love him. I, do you know what? Wiz. He is just our goat. You're not going to see Wiz try. He's going to look at you like, oh. you know he's going to look thing. at you. I posted on Twitter. I said, the video of Wiz sipping his champagne whilst Wes Davido was leaving the club is the physical manifestation of the phrase, no stress. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool, calm, and collected guy. I don't think that. I've seen Wiz jump at anyone. I can't remember, but he doesn't have the time. He's the source. He's calm. Look at the music he's been. Re- look at the album he just yeah, released. The album, the album it's a, a relaxing mind, album. He can't be doing that. <laughs> never, Wiz. I love him. He can never. But how have you felt with you know being on social media and seeing that Ghana has been absolutely lit? I mean, the salt in the... the, I'm there next year. I have to buy fire by force. I'm there. I'm ready. I'm there. Someone tweeted, yeah, and they they, they did an Uber ride from London to Ghana. He said it's eight grand. Who was the guy? I said, yeah, let me contribute my P to it. We'll take Uber there. You know what? There's a bit of saltiness to me because I wish Nigeria was just popping like this. I just think Ghana just took a... They they took a march on Nigeria. They advertised the place well. I wish it was Nigeria, but shame. Shame, like... Nigeria, we had the dirty December, all of this palava. But when you look at Ghana, there's a lot of tourism stuff as well going on. There's Absolutely. a lot of stuff that goes on. So it's Absolutely. not even just clubbing. Yep. There's a lot of things going on. I think Nigeria doesn't culture. have that. So the funny it's thing a is shame. Nigeria does have it. It does. However, they, the, you know, the people in positions have failed yeah. to promote a yeah. market that as much as the Ghanaians have. Yeah. And second of all, the Ghanaians have also done something that Nigeria and the Nigerian government officials haven't done, which is to make sure that people feel comfortable. And safe, yeah. And safe people going feel, around. Everybody's Kumasi, there because... Accra, whatever. Even me, as a Nigerian, I wouldn't go to a country in Africa that I'm not... So I wouldn't go to Ghana by myself. Mm. I would want to go with a Ghanaian. Yeah. But people are just going to Ghana because they're, they're fine they're Absolutely. safe they're you calm can, it's fine you touch down, you know, the there's no problem are great and the then NSG open incredible. up their bar area area bar can you imagine that's amazing that it, and it just shows Ghana's just accepting of everyone and you mm. can do it and it, it's a good thing I couldn't I don't think anyone I haven't seen anyone try to open up something from the UK in Nigeria without problems mm. anyway and I think they always know when you try to build things in Nigeria there's always issues like either getting scammed or things like that so it just seemed that Ghana's just more welcoming and fun and I'm going to be there next year so <laughs> this year this December mark my words everybody's going to be there yeah. be guess there. what even though we're in 2021 I just have a feeling like 2020 is just going to start in March. <laughs> <laughs> well, with everything that's going on now, well, yeah. So, yeah. 
Well, uh, from Accra, we head over to the States, where suddenly the richest black man in the world was trending as allegations were made on social media about his personal relationships. With the word <sighs> dangote trending worldwide on Twitter, I clicked into it and noticed some interesting story as a lady shared on her Instagram page a legend that she had been in a relationship with the billionaire for a while. She praised him for inspiring her to do better with her life, becoming a homeowner, and lots, lots more. She ended that with sharing his picture at the end of the slides as the man she alleges the relationship with. Following that, bombshell on Instagram, another lady shows up on Instagram with a picture that allegedly shows the billionaire laying on her couch <laughs> with her sending messages to the previous woman who came out calling her sister wife. And I quote, I'm pretty much saying she got the man now. Uh, for clarification, the billionaire is single and hasn't broken any laws or hearts. If all this is true, is he just having a great time with all of that money? So, first of all... <laughs> Talk me through this story. Uh, first of all, I think Shopsy thinks I'm a side chick because <laughs> the last time I was here was talking about side chicks and now we're talking about them again. No, but they're not really side chicks because he doesn't have a menu. So, I don't know if Shopsy's trying to ask me something. Was, listen, the thing is, when I saw this story... who? Be honest. Who was the first person I messaged? <laughs> <laughs> it was you. I was like, we Yo. love all of this stuff. <laughs> I was like, the I first question thing. I had is, how do you get moved to by Dangote? How is that possible? Listen. How, like, how? Where? Where? But then you know me, <laughs> Queen of Investigation. There was bare clubhouse rooms. Huh. She went. You have listen, ladies. Okay. If you want to meet a rich person, yeah. you need to be in their rich places. The girl was at a car dealership. She was at Mercedes car dealership. And she that's where... There. I don't know. I think she was buying... I don't know what she was doing. Maybe she was working there. I couldn't that's remember. the first lady. Yeah, the first lady. Okay. That's where she met Dangote in a Mercedes car dealership. So, girls, we don't need to go to all of these... Um, South Hugo, London clubs. Um, these South London clubs. <laughs> these small, small... No, we need to go to the big places that meet it. Because how do you... like? If Dangote saw me, <laughs> I'd have to bend down to him like, hello, sir. Hey, like, you can't chat yeah, to but me. but she's African-American. So she must have had a different kind of communication yeah. with, which was attractive I mean, to him. You know what? He he, he can have fun, but it, we just look at... I don't know what but to say about first this. First thing is, why did she feel the need to express Are we that? we going to have this conversation again? <sighs> Clout! <sighs> but then the problem is, when I looked at the caption... I didn't know what she was talking about. Exactly. What were you saying? Was she talking about her the fact that the relationship was done? Or she was talking about the fact that he had But the relationship her. wasn't done because in a few days after that second girl, she posted another um, thing that they were together again. So he, I think he's jumping from the two of them. I don't know, but it doesn't matter if you're old. If you've got game, you've got game. <laughs> like, I don't... But what about... Uh, I saw now, the Twitter, second girl... Yeah, the second girl, what's, what's that? Now, I think she just wanted a bit of drama because one thing me and Shopsy do, we watch and we look at the followers that come up. I said to Shopsy, look... Her followers we, went from... It like, was less into... because I think, to be careful. Sorry. I, think, I put my hand in my pockets. <laughs> I think it was New Year's Eve, right? Then when it hit New Year's Day, I said, Shopsy, the followers increased before I said Happy New Year's. So a lot of them are doing <laughs> this basically... I think the second... I think the first girl was in her feelings. Mm. And I think the second girl was... Was she trying to change? Was because then what she did as well, if you looked on her page, she's been posting him on her page, but she deleted it when everyone caught wind because she was somewhere, they were at a jet and he, he was there. Like, yeah. So and, I think... she was filming in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now in the house, and I don't know if that was his bum. Was that his bum? It looked like him. You know. Dad, oh, oh, Daddy, why? 
<laughs> was that your bum? Like, I think it was. We had. He was lying. There down. was the clubhouse chat. Everyone kept saying, "I'm just seeing Dan Gotes bomb." Why? <laughs> <laughs> now this is the extra question. Now, as a billionaire, I, 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 I was trying to. I will tell you my position as a billionaire who apparently is single, who's coming from Nigeria where having more more than one wife is legal. Yeah. I don't think at the back of his mind he sees this as a problem, having multiple women have beef with each other. That's If you're a polygamist, that happens every day. Yeah. That's the life of a polygamist. That's easy. But what we were thinking, what a lot of people were talking about was as a very influential man mm. who is, like we said, the richest black man we in the world. We didn't think he was out here like that. that yeah, yeah. Isn't that lack of security? Like, the, the, the access was kind of easy. Isn't it? Posting him, lying down. But and the thing his is, someone was like, oh, media. he's yet to comment. He's not going to... Uh, I went on his Instagram page. The last time he posted was 2018. Yeah, when that got his comment. He's 65 years old. What the hell <laughs> is he just commenting think about? He's having fun and it's one of this is not going to affect him in any nah. way slightest. So nah. I think he just thought, oh, okay. He might not have even seen the pictures. He might not have seen it. Like, I don't <laughs> he know. He might not have heard because he's there. He's world. old. I don't unless his kids might have told him. We don't know. But I just think I think the picture with the bomb, that one, you should have that, that one, you shouldn't have got caught slipping at all. <laughs> that one was Uncle Why. Daddy Why. Like why? You know the funny thing? Why? <laughs> Speaking about like um it wouldn't affect him. I was watching the documentary on, on Netflix called David Foster. Okay. So he's one of the greatest music songwriters of all time he wrote and I will always love oh, you yeah, 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 that yeah. guy and apparently he had done reality television even before the Kardashians he used to do it way way he'd mm. done uh, LA Hollywood wives all of that stuff and he was seen to have been, looked really bad in the shows mm. so when they interviewed him doing, doing this documentary I was like yo like that must have been really bad for your image. He was like, yo, if you think about it with all the hits I've had, Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, I don't think it's going to affect me. I writing, don't think Dan Gott is ever going to be broke. Exactly. He connect, the money is like, I don't know the number, it's too long. Really, exactly. It, 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 so in the clubhouse rooms, when there were, he walks into yeah, rooms. in the clubhouse rooms, they were just saying that he just might chuck a, a small 10K. The, 10K? What's that? That's 150K. But they, apparently people did say he's stingy. I don't know, but this is just different people when with they, their stories. But those girls were kind of happy yeah. that one was praising the first I'd be happy crazy. for 10k <laughs> ah do you know how much hair I can buy let's talk about <laughs> this hair thing what's this bone straight bone what is that why Whoa. are people the new hair that <laughs> women are talking about on Instagram wait what's so straight hair and that's <laughs> cost thousand pounds or whatever why are people making what is it with 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 this hair that's costing so much money with women scammers because let me let me it's scam because let me say something ladies we know about aliexpress i can get good hair for maybe 150 150 pounds. No, no, it's still a lot. It's still a lot, but I I mean, it depends. In you can, you can really, if you find an event like this hair, I could buy it for 100 pounds, let's say from AliExpress. Someone will get the same thing and charge it for 5,000 pounds, and someone will still buy it. Is it? It's, and that's what. Before, when we were younger, we didn't know where the source of the vendors were. We used to go and buy them from people, but then someone leaked the source, and now AliExpress is here. But um, the wig game, there's money in the wig game. There's, there's big money because we like to look good. I look great today. So, you know, it's it's, it's the game. But back to Dangote. I mean, 
you want to move to me, you can move to me. I'm not going to give you anything, but you can give me a bit of cash. Let me invest in something and she, here we go. But the first lady was very happy. She but, apparently has bought two houses, yeah, but what, mixing with the richest but, man in the world. Do you want me to say it again? What? Was the re- I don't what understand was what was she? I didn't. I kept reread. That's what I said. I kept rereading the caption. I didn't understand what she was saying. She wasn't angry. Was she talking about she wasn't the upset. She, she just said the guy. He's broken my heart in millions of ways. Of course he has. He's sixty-five years old. And he's busy. busy. He's busy. I didn't. Does he speak English? Of course he I didn't, does. I didn't think he spoke English. What's wrong with you? Because he just looks so. No, he's finely educated. He's been in business since. His father yeah, his was like father. a billionaire. Yeah. But he's been in business since the 80s as well. He's led God, his own I company. see what you're doing for <laughs> others. I see what God's doing for others. I'm here. I need my billionaire. That's the comment that women make when they see other women. I see what you're doing for others. God, do for me. Because if she could just get a billionaire... I need to, and do you know what? I don't need to buy a car, but I'm going to be just chilling in the Mercedes and BMWs and just be like, oh, what are you doing here? Just chilling. I wait for someone to run. Oh hi, because yeah. but there are a lot of fake billionaires out here. You and that's the danger. You're gonna meet a couple of these guys that say they have this and they have that and they can't pay shit. Then get my face. Get out of my face. Well, on that note, uh, we wrap up that. But but he's bummed though. Let's just get into the day. From Abaya. He's a big man. They kept saying... But it's not his fault. She was the one that put him Pull up your trousers. No, but he's... Listen, he was on the couch. Do you walk around in your house with your bum? You can. No, do you walk around your house with your bum? You don't. I don't. You wear your shorts at least. But listen, it's your house. Yeah, but I'm asking you, do you walk around with your bum? kids. So (laughs) I I won't just want to be walking around willingly, you know, here and there. But he was so comfortable. But he's with his woman in the house. He should be comfortable. Now the question, the, pro, the, the who's done wrong here it's the, is it's the, the woman. I think that's that second that girl intimate, was the wrong one. She was the one that put intimate stuff out. Because that one, at least the first girl, they did a nice selfie. So it they went nice to dinner. You went to show his bum. We did. What does he do? Got ah, his bum. Listen, man. Let's just move away from this. Man. <laughs> so from the United States of America, we go to Tanzania, East Africa, where there has been rumors for over a year that two of the biggest stars in Diamond Platinums and his protege Harmonize had been involved in a quiet battle for the soul of Tanzania for a while. Now, well, Harmonize was discovered by Diamond Platinums and signed him to the label Wasafi, elevating him to superstardom. Well, since Harmonize became a star, rumors started that all wasn't well within the camp. And shortly after, Harmonize left to start off his own label, Konde Gang, I believe it is. Now, well, everyone carried on doing their thing with Diamond dominating the scene from east to west and, and, and having a stronghold on the East African part of Africa, or on the eastern part of Africa. But Harmonize isn't too far behind having a lot of success too. Fast forward to 2020. Once it hit the new year, Harmonize shared a picture of Diamond Platinums on his Instagram page, thanking him for giving him a shot and making him a star, saying, and I quote, Everything I do now and my drive for success is to make you proud. Declaring undying love and respect for his brother, Diamond Platinums. Um, without a shadow of a doubt, these are two of the biggest guys in the world who are completely shutting down the music game and doing bits. However, from the fact that they partnered, um, the rumors have been there that these guys might have beef, blah, 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 blah. blah. Nobody really could confirm that mm. until... Harmonize left the label 
And now, until he put that picture up with all that long caption on there. Did you follow the story? And what are your thoughts on this this kind of quiet I mean, if there's thing? an issue, they should just say if there's an issue. I think mm. it's hard. Uh, being a celebrity, everyone speculates everything. Absolutely. So you never know. That's why even certain celebrities say they can't even they can't even get involved in like Twitter bans or anything like that because because people take it take take it you know yeah the take other things way out the other way around and you never know. So if there's an issue, they should just air. It. If there's not, then they just, I just think, keep I think moving. The way Harmonize have put the post uh, up, it definitely shows that there's a little bit of an issue. Tension, yeah. Diamond hasn't said anything, unfortunately. Um, What's up, my people? My name is Adi Shapiro, aka Shops. You do aka the Energy God, and I'm officially on Fanbiz. Now, Fanbiz is a partner of Adi Shapiro Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. So you can hit me up on there if you have any questions about getting into the music industry, about the Afrobeats culture, and I'll specifically speak to you. Like I said, I'm giving free advice on Fanbiz at the moment, so make sure you join Fanbiz and hit me up for more information. Since Harmonize left the label, he's pretty much been walking in, in, in Diamond's uh, mm. footsteps in a way. You know, he's kind of obviously learned from his boss. He's doing the same thing. He has a strong relationship with the, with the government in Tanzania as well. He's built his brand incredibly well. He, you know, he shoots the same type of behind-the-scenes video on Instagram. Mm. He shows thousands of fans adoring him just the same way they adore Diamond Platinums. Yeah. So people have instantly pit them against each other. Of course. They're two male giants in the East African scene. But one of my thing, one of my thing is this, um, and that's always relevant when it comes to Afrobeats and Afro pop in Africa. Once there is one big star, it's almost like the, the next one. we don't want yeah. a, a, a next one, and we start to put them against one minute. Each other. We want to see everyone win, and yeah. the next minute it's like, oh, they're copying you. It's it's hard. Yeah. It's so just hard. What, what what can the entertainers do? That's the first question to you. And second of all. What can people in our positions, like the media, people that are constantly talking about this, putting spotlights on these people, what should we be doing to try to avoid... Because sometimes it looks like it's the media and the fans that actually push this beef together. But it's hard. When you're in the media, you, it's, it's part of the job. Content. It's part of the job. And unfortunately, you can't say that, oh, every newspaper, we shouldn't ever talk about bad things. We shouldn't ever little do a little bit of twisting or anything because it's just part of our jobs it's mm. part of their jobs they have to do something that twists things mm. it's, it's, that I'm, looks it's, at it a little bit funny just because you want the you want the hits you want the streams you want people to look at your page you want the hits so it's unfortunate we have to do that mm. I think with the two of them if there is real real beef they should sort it out if down. not just do something cheeky upload a picture of both of you together and act like there's nothing there's going nothing on there. if, if you don't want anyone to know that you have to just act like nothing's going on and then just keep it stepping it must be said that Diamonds has uh, neither did he like comment or respond. And that's the best thing. The I think that's the best thing. Silence. Yeah. Jeez. Silence is the but people forget about it. Wow. Well, from East Africa, we head over to the United Kingdom where disappointing footage went viral. A video uh, with social media personality and comedian Big Tipper where his mother can be heard complaining of him being at home and sort of insinuating that it was a disappointment and should get a job. In the video, she also made references to his mates doing better with the phrase a lot of Africans might have heard from their parents in the past, such as, look at your mates. Um, since the video went viral, social media responded, uh, responded positively to the video with lots of words of support uh, for the comedian and some of his friends, such as popular comedian Don't Jealous Me Tolu, um, instantly visited Big Tipper, ultimately sharing a message to the world that Tipper was fine 
and just needed help, support, and prayers to get back on his feet. Mm. Um, let's talk about that. You know, I, I personally mm. didn't see the video, but I saw screenshots yeah. of it. I didn't want to see the video because for some reason I just felt like maybe I might I might be too disappointed with with just because of what how people were reacting. From the video, he he was he only filmed himself. He didn't film his mom. But you can hear the yeah. Voice. I think he dropped he dropped something. He broke something. Yeah. That's just what happened. He I think he dropped a cup or dropped a plate. So the mom was shouting about that. Then she just went into a tangent. Oh, look what you're doing. You haven't done anything. You're giving me stress in my life. You're not bringing any money. All of this stuff that Africans do, <laughs> and it's it's, a, it's 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 a very we can have this conversation for the next four hours mm. about it. Mm. It's hard because there's two sides. Being African, we understand that our parents do put pressure on us. Being Nigerian, of... I can talk for Nigerians. Absolutely. They put pressure on us to be successful because they always say they don't want you to be... To what... be a failure. Yeah, and, and not to, to go be through what, they, what went they went through. They want things easier. And another thing is the mum could be going through her own issues. And a lot of African parents, they do let out their own issues onto mm. their kids. They do that a lot. That She could be struggling through something and she just that was just a trigger that made her... Just lash out on him now uh, from those who know Big Tipper he was doing comedy he was doing a lot and then he, he was kind a of... popular social media comedian yeah. during the early uh, early years of Snapchat yeah, the 15 yeah, second yeah, videos yeah, yeah. he Keek, used to do all of those a, things Keek, yeah, he yeah, used to do a everything. lot of short clips that were very very funny at a young age and I think and all of a sudden yeah. disappeared one thing with African parents they want to see the money coming in I've noticed that with them. It doesn't matter really and truly necessarily what you're doing, but if he's doing comedy, because she used to be a part of his comedy sketches when mm. we used to watch it. If he was doing comedy and he was making a lot of money from it, I don't think she'll be saying that. I think she just felt like he's been at home. He's still young as well. Yeah. He's been at home and maybe... Uh, you know, aunties as well. Eh, how's your son? Eh, he's in. He's in the um, they, doctor. They, he's they, in. They this. Want so it's all of this thing that she's going them. pressure brag, and a lot of parents are not Western. They don't get it because my parents are quite Western, so they don't really have that type of mentality to me. They do give me lectures, but they wouldn't insult me or say things mm. to make me feel bad because we're all going through something. I think that she she might not have meant it. Mm. I'm not her, so I don't know. She might not have meant it. It might have been out of frustration. But what about what about his side of the story in the sense that this is somebody that really had a lot of success earlier yeah. on in the yeah. you know in the social media world with with comedy and stuff, and then he disappeared at a lot as a lot of people have said that yeah. he went off social media. I I even met him once. I think it was 2015 during the David O UK tour. He spoke mm. to me candidly about taking time off social media because he felt like you know. Uh, people within the industry were not giving him his just dues. Yeah. And the opportunities that were presented to him at that time mm. wasn't what he felt that he deserved. And obviously struggling with, with that type, because you and I both know that being in that space or being in creative industry and you're not making money and things are a little bit hard and people don't want to pay you what you think you're worth, and mm. all that, that can be... Very depressing and demoralizing. Yeah. How do you get out of content creating thing? is probably the hardest job ever. I mm. think out of everything else, being a content creator and being in the limelight, content creator is still a musician, it's still an actor. Absolutely. It's still it's not just influencing. Anyone who does things on like that is a content creator. It's hard. Because yeah. I was saying earlier, not everyone's a creator. There are just normal people that yep. do that. They wake that up, consume. That consume. Content. And because they, as soon as you come into the limelight, they forget that you're human. So there's some days that you have burnout. You just mm. don't have nothing to con create. Mm. And sometimes you might be ill. Something could have happened to your life that you don't. Every, I have social media breaks. Mm. Everyone has a social media break because sometimes I'm, I'm having one. Right sometimes now. there's just 
things that go online that's heavy when Black Lives Matter happened I had to take a break because it's yeah, too much it was too when much. people talk you know what I mean Me Too movement is too much yeah. he could have been in a stage where he might not have posted for one week for whatever reason everyone's in his ear Tippa we need you because you now know everyone's saying Tippa 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 we need you and he himself might be going through something and now he's struggling with whether he needs to take time out for himself or really please people or what kind of content again another fear is you personally start to question yourself that is this content is, is this good content enough? good? Is this not good? Because then you see someone that might copy you and then mm. they're doing better. Or you might see, you know, your white counterpart they're copying you and see your ideas and doing better and they're blowing. And you're thinking, oh, and unfortunately social media makes you feel like everybody's doing something yeah. and everybody's yeah. popping. Everybody's and that's not it's not like you. that. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not like that. I might look at someone else who's a, who who does PR and they're getting all the biggest artists and they're successful and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, but they're my time, they're doing it for free, and my one artist, I'm charging P. <laughs> We're not gonna go there, but we could, we could, we could, we could. Do you know what I mean? And it's 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 hard because you yeah. you compare. Unfortunately, everybody compares themselves to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I look at people that are not in my field, and I'm like, oh, that all these influencers that get in flats and houses. Mm. I'm not leaving my house anytime soon. Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Flats. Because it's not easy. But I look at people that are younger than me, and they they've got their apartment. They've got. I'm thinking, oh, I'm older than this person. There's, by so that means there's self pressure. Then there's pressure from the community, yeah. pressure from your audience, yeah. pressure from your family. Yes, and your family. And then who do you talk to? Mm. Because me, I have sisters, so I talk to my sisters. But if I was an only child, I probably could be going through things. Because who? Because our parents, as much as they want to help us, they don't. Re- no one we ever knows understand. what's going on. You don't understand. Yeah. My yeah. mom and dad wouldn't understand certain yeah. things. It's so different worlds. It's hard. So he might feel like it's just. I don't know his family in it, but yeah. it could just be him and his mom. Yeah. I don't know if there's a father figure. Yeah. So he's thinking he's got nobody to talk to. And people move forward. Like I all his colleagues and everybody's where doing are they? their own thing. Where yeah. are no one's heard of him? Like I, it was good that Don't Jealous Me came to see yeah. him, but we haven't heard of them to do his things in a while. So well, it's like about, okay. What about yes, it's like you said, it's a great thing that um Tolu, uh, shout outs to Tolu Don't Jealous Me for reaching out and going to check his brother even before he did anything yeah. on social media. But nobody else did that. But what about the fact that the three, four years when he was missing, some of the compatriots that they used to do content together, how, how, how about, you know, just reach out, maybe let's collaborate. And but then stuff. even with but that, those people as stuff. well, how do we know they're not going through they're things? That's the best unfortunate problem. Life is evolving. It's fast money. It's, everything is fast. We get... They say that um, humans, we get bored after three seconds online. Everything just goes fast. He was with Mike's Comedy, Alofi Pence, all these people. I haven't heard from them anymore. Mm. And we don't know what's going on with any of them. Do you understand? So it's like, don't jealous me took a break. Yeah. He took a break. Mm. He's a bit older now, so he knows his craft's a bit different. He had to kind of like... Yeah, so I think with Tipper, and I have him on Snapchat. So he even just yesterday, he has had quite a few issues for the past year. We've been noticed on his Snapchat that everybody's been noticing that he's been doing something. And he was with someone yesterday and they did say to him that he's just feeling very depressed. So they said, let's just do words of encouragement. So a lot of people were replying back to him and snapping him. And there was a guy saying he's going to rehabilitation in a couple of weeks' time. Mm. He's getting his help. People just giving him words of encouragement and whatnot. But it's funny because you give words of encouragement. If he does something wrong now, we're all going to chastise him. So it's like, you know. But what about a word of encouragement to our parents out there to... To kind I of think just take it easy sometimes. I, yeah, you know, I'm a parent, like take I said. Take it easy, yeah. And and there's sometimes like, you know, my 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 oldest child, like when when she's I'm like, oh man, you gotta be careful because you know your sisters, 
she's watching mm. you and stuff like that. So there's subconscious pressures yeah. that we put. So how, how I think it's down to this? us as well to be able to actually force a conversation with your parents because I'm Nigerian as well, but at my stage now, I can sit and talk to my parents. Mm. We still don't get we can still buy heads and not get along, but it took a while for me and my sister to be like, look. We don't like it. This is what's going on because Nigerians, we shout too much. I think it's just a part of being Nigerian. Like, if you're Nigerian, the criteria to be Nigerian is shout. shout and I'd be like, shout, but why shout, are you shouting? Okay, I didn't wash the plate. Why are you shouting at me? Do you know what I mean? I think yeah, you've got to, the older shout, you get, the older our parents get. We have yeah. to sit down. Now, me and my sister, we communicate a lot better with our parents because we really sat down and I was like, Mom, Dad, this is what I don't like. This is what I do like. So now, if my mom wants to come and yell at me, before she starts saying, I she. She checks herself. I will please come here. And she'll cuss me out, but she won't shout. <laughs> she'll do it on a different And level. I'll be like, Mom, thank you. I appreciate that. You didn't shout, but that still hurt what you, me what you said. But they've kind of learned. So I think it's down to us as the younger generation mm. to really sit with our parents and be like, I know what you guys went through back in the day because parenting in Nigeria is hard. They don't know anything other than just beating, you know. They, they just smack and smack. it's not good. And I think some parents did go through trauma with their, um, their parents in Nigeria. Yeah. So they don't know how to kind of change that they think okay well my dad beat me with whips and belts and chains mm -hmm. and I'm fine so I can do the same thing to you but it's different because now we're more into our feelings we understand mental health we understand yep. emotions so I think it's down for our age to sit and talk to our parents and be like do you know what I don't like that and this is actually what's going on Tipper might not have ever had a conversation with his mum and said this is what's going on in my mind mm. his mum could just think he's just loafing about doing nothing mm. Mm. if he sits and probably speaks to his mum and says this is what's going on she might understand and be like okay cool how can we work and move forward mm. and I think that's what everyone needs to understand with their parents to really sit and have a conversation and try and move forward with your life well said, uh, Ayo Maurice. Well, um, from London, we head to South Africa, where superstar musician Busiswa um, intelligently claps back at Twitter trolls who make comments on her makeup and outfit. So the story goes like this. Uh, Busiswa posted pictures of her in bikini by the poolside, just having fun, and someone on Twitter had something negative to say about her makeup mm -hmm. and asked her to wear sunscreen, to which Busiswa <laughs> responded, and I quote, Thank you, Principal. I wore my sunscreen and my face beat and I swam. How was your day? End Good. quote. Yep. Uh, and um, uh, after that tweet, another person tweeted at the star saying that her outfit wasn't matching. And then one went on to say that he missed her old body. To which Busiso responded, don't stress yourself about my body, young man. No matter how tempted you are, don't do that. <laughs> Has to be mentioned that Busiswa has been also seen partying with Nara Mali on a yacht in Nigeria and visiting Niniola to where they were positively kind of engaging with each other. Now, let's talk about this body shaming. Let's talk about Busiswa's response uh, to the Twitter trolls. Her response well. was great. I don't know. I feel like people think they can just say whatever they like and not That's get cussed back. That's the problem. It's because they feel like they won't see you on the streets. Because if we're both from London, I can come and catch you. Do you know what I mean? But because they're from South Africa, you feel like I can just say what you like. Just go it's unfair. Like I said, they're human. So they're allowed to do what they like. You can make mistakes with your appearance or mm. whatever but it's not down for you to keep criticising celebrities and that's the problem with celebrities influencers we think they're not human and they don't have feelings and you could just they, say anything you can't them. be doing that because if someone says that to you you're not going to like it when you're in the limelight you just have to have the tough skin you know stop body shaming we can do like we've gone other days where we care about being skinny or thin I think that phase is kind of gone now yeah, yeah, yeah. we We're don't really thankfully. care about being skinny yeah. it's gone now so it's just kind of being 
if she's confident herself, then it is what... So then I don't care. You don't know me. And you're not going to buy a ticket to my show, so why should I care what you're saying? Hmm. And and people as well... Another thing that I noticed, because the guy that was also talking about her body and perhaps the one that spoke about her makeup and her bikini outfit saying it wasn't matching, were men. Men stay out of women's (laughs) business. Men, men stay out of women's business. Because if you're on Twitter, men are always just getting involved in what, why? Find your own wife and criticize her. (laughs) And when your daughter comes, criticize her too. In fact, ask what your mum... Oh, oh, oh please, Because I know your mum's wig's not nice. <laughs> and I know she's using black eyebrow pencil instead of brown. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Look at yourself before you look it at other people. Me, as a guy, when I saw that, it was men that was It's always men. About but it's their mums that have the rose and... tattoos. <laughs> is there a problem with a rose tattoo? <clears throat> I, I, like, I don't know. Is you know the aunties that have rose tattoos are always Those on are, smoke? I, <laughs> They're always on smoke. They're gonna fight you in the in the in the kitchen in the hall party. They're always on smoke. Always. You can't get extra rice and be like, I'm going back. I'm serving my table. You know when you go to a hall party, they bring their own coolers on the table. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. Men. The whole party. That's that's why I said the aunties from South London. The whole parties in Peck. They have the rose tattoo there and there. There's there's the chafing dishes there, but they have their own cooler on the table, and the food's always nicer. Every time I go, they've got nice meats. On the back. back. You can't. You can't take it because you don't know them. It's the ones with the rose tattoos. Listen. This obviously just shows you Sorry for that going on there the are too many Nigerians. Yeah. In, exactly. Yeah. That's people's moms. Yeah. Like, this is like a Nigerian problem, obviously. Because yeah. 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 once we go into those hall parties, the aunties that show their skin and got the rose statues, like, hey, they don't play. Where's your husband? Oh, you're not married yet? Oh, you're getting anyway. Okay. Because I know you're not that skinny as well. But anyway, we're not going to do that. <laughs> wait, I just think... Wait. What about that, though? What about... I was actually speaking to a friend of mine. Shout out to MV. Um, I was talking to her. She said, like, once it's Christmas and she hangs around some family members, she already knows... That's why people don't like Christmas. That people don't like family or Christmas. What was that? Ask your dad why he was in LA lounge chatting to girls. (laughs) Because you just... Listen, focus on yourself. Aunties, and it's funny because I had a conversation with my auntie about this because she yeah. she criticized like one of her nieces saying she yeah. gained weight, and her daughter said, "Mom, you don't say that." Then when her aunt, when her the auntie went to her mom's house, the mom said to her, "Ah, you've gained weight." So my, the the daughter was like, "See, mom, you don't like that now, but you did it to our cousin." Do you know what I mean? It's I know that initially I don't think it comes from malice. It's just, it's just that it's just, just it's their type just, of conversation they and they just say it. Where's your boyfriend? But that's the problem now because they even my mum got married. She says she says, Oh, I got married when I was your age. I said, Yeah, and I'm happy I'm not married yet. Do you know what I mean? They get married really young and ask them if they really enjoyed that f- marriage. They probably didn't. So at 26, I'm really enjoying the life of no stress and not thinking about getting married. I think aunties, they just can't help it. Oh, they you just... gain weight. Okay. Oh, you're too skinny. Oh, you're getting a bit dark. Oh, where's your husband? Where's yours? Because he's not in this whole party with you. Being Nigerian is tough. Being a female Nigerian is tough. Being it's a tough. firstborn female oh, Nigerian is tough. tough. Say preach. Preach. But going back to our good sis, yeah. 
enjoy your life. This is why she shut them down. Good, Quick. good, because yeah. people are too critical, and you just don't know what everyone's. Uh, we keep saying this every time. We don't know what everyone's going through. Imagine you're just enjoying life. Then someone calls you fat, and someone calls you ugly. And you're sitting there thinking, "Oh, am What's I really fat one? and ugly?" Yeah. And unfortunately, we do. No matter how tough or strong you are, there will be things moments when things will things touch hurt you. you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Shout out to Basisu as well. She gave us a, an incredible interview. Yep. Make sure you that's watch out that. There. You could definitely go and catch that. She spoke about Mandela. Spoke about you know just growing up in South Africa. That you know the struggles. I'm a piano. Yeah. Just an incredible talent of a woman. Man. Yeah. Definitely check that out now. Um, from South Africa, we head back to Nigeria, where singer Rumtown responded to a tweet during a question and answer session where he was asked who wrote the monster hit Aye mm. by David O, to which he responded that he did. Now, this became a story as a few days before that tweet, a video went viral showing David O giving the writing and production credit to the single uh, to the producer T Spice who David O'Rat had run into whilst holidaying in Ghana. Well, since the monster hit came out years ago, there had always been stories that the Mad Over You crew around town helped pen the hit single before going on to collaborate with David O on the hit single, Galado. Mm. Must be said that since Runtown's tweet, uh, neither David O or T-Spice has responded to refute the claims made by Runtown <laughs> in the now infamous tweet. Now, um... Did you first of all see the video with David O saying that uh, uh, T Spice? Yeah. Because to me, it looked like David was almost just trying to say, you know, T Spice was heavily involved mm. in the creation of that song. Yeah. I don't think he really meant to say, oh, he wrote the the, yeah, the, the record yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, Perception social media. Yeah. Once we saw the video, everybody ran with it. And the people instantly started tweeting at Runtown and in a question and What did Runtown want to get from this? I think we have to keep asking this question all the time. If he wrote the song, if he did write the song he, and he's got yeah. writer's credit, then yeah. okay. Sometimes, I think, unfortunately, um, you might feel like, just as the, the audience, the, the media and the fans took from that video with David O saying, you know, T-Spice wrote this and whatever, we took from it that it was giving him credit for it. Runtown, maybe probably in his private room, was thinking. Oh. But if if he if he actually if he wrote it and he already is credited yeah. by it by paper, then yeah. what's the problem? There's so many that. songwriters out there. There's so many that, 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 that are in silent that are making money. So if he wrote the song and if you, if you do hit. the Google check or whatever and it says there. Is that this is the thing you want, clout? You want the physical. I'd rather be fine collecting the piece mm. than everyone's arguing. They could be, oh, did you do it? I don't know, but I've got the money in my account mm. that I've done it, and it's fine. And if what if he doesn't have the, the, the credit and he's not getting the money in his account? Well, then that's then another conversation. Would you react the way he did? Definitely. So then maybe maybe that's the case. But if mm. he's credited and it's there and people know him as a good songwriter in the industry, I don't think it mm. should have affected him. But I think you only call it out if you've not been credited. Mm. Mm. For me, I just think that if you look at the video, it looked like a kind of harmless, harmless situation yeah. where David O yeah. was just saying, yo, this guy was part of one of my biggest, if not the biggest record I've ever had in my life. And this is Do the you think that was the biggest, his biggest record? Was a, do you remember when he came into the O2? Into the O2 arena? Oh, with the, with, when he was uh, floating? Yeah, with the uh, angels. Did you see? Yeah, that was a good what, song. The I'm having goosebumps right now. <laughs> that was a good thinking song. Thinking about how that affected... I, I was looking at people in the crowd that were actually shedding tears. Yeah, yeah. Because not only was that the perfect record to step yeah, that into was good. that, yeah, that was a but good it show. was also 
a moment for us Afrobeats fans that, yo, we're in the O2 singing Aye mm. with one of our biggest stars. Mm. So it is, you mm. know, yeah. it's arguably, you have to put it there with Skelewu, If, For, oh. and Fire, yeah. you know, because those that, are biggest, yeah. those, those are monster records that David could wake up tomorrow, mm. go to yeah. Helsinki, <laughs> and you'll still get thousands of fans singing back to him. Yeah. So I, I guess that's why the question always comes yeah. back to the table, that who wrote this single, how did you get the record? But yo, every time I listen to that record now, I think about the O2 entrance. Mm, him in his swagged good. out jacket. That was on good, that yeah. big elevated kind of like stage. That so was a good show, yeah. Shout outs to composers as well. The mm -hmm. backing was crazy on that. For now on, I don't want any Afrobeats artists performing with DJ. It has to be a live band. <laughs> But well, that's a different conversation, though. But we have to be honest, Ayo, that not every artist can do that. It depends and on your music. Then don't do a concert. No. You're, you're, <laughs> again, we also... There are, there are single artists. Yeah. There are album artists. There are live band performers. And there are backing DJs artists. Mm. And we have to allow... Listen, I go to rap shows. I'm, I was going to say... Do you know what I'm going to say to you? Well, well, do you remember the concert? I had a throwback of Next in... on in, in I was there. I know, but was, yeah. That was the... Be that was the best that's show. That's the best show I've ever was been there, to. Like, and it's the DJ that was so good. That's it. So I go yeah. to... Do you know yesterday... Next was good. For the first time in like almost a year, I actually was like, yo... I miss my underground shows. Those type of I next, miss it. Like, I go and watch rappers. So I go watch Royce the Five Nine. I, I mm. go into these little venues in London and I'm just there. And, it's and the next DJ. were the opening act. They're crazy. Look at that. You had Donald Jones. You had Next. You and had Rough, rough, end, end, yeah. rough Ends. You had all these things. And those are examples of artists that kill the stage mm. with a backing DJ. Yeah. So it's about practice, practice, performance. People like Drake, he only has a DJ and sometimes a drummer in the background. Mm, yeah. But his performance is not weak. Yeah. It's not whack. And most of the American rappers or perhaps even dancehall artists from Jamaica, they are crazy mm. with that. But it's just Afrobeats. Some Afrobeats artists don't know what to do we with themselves. We have bondage with talking drum. Because when the, when the go-go comes, that's it. Yeah, that's ah. That's that's why Adekul is he he has a different vibe. Very. Yeah. Mayokun did it clean. Yeah. That Mayokun, one. Mayokun, Mayokun was crazy. That so, talking drummer, no, wherever no. he is, Mayokun we need you. was crazy. Adekunle go crazy with the talking drums. Yeah. And I think, you know, the live performances, particularly those that are great at it, mm. we need to encourage him to do more. Yeah. Your Demi Alades, your yeah. Adekunle Golds, yeah. you know, your Burner Boys, your, those that We love really, to dance. It makes us dance. Because so. we're Africans. Yeah. So once we hear the drums and the live percussions and the guitars and the strings, we jump up and we're super excited. But if you can't do it, perfect your DJ performance mm. that, Nothing. Because even next to show, the DJ wasn't just playing the tracks. He, he was, was doing mixing and mastering. Yeah, he was a backing. He was like a backing vocalist. Yeah, he did a lot. They I they rehearsed that, a lot. Yeah, that was a good show. I, that was a great they show. Need to come back. Yeah, yeah. So staying in Nigeria, where UK slash Nigerian singer Notes has been seen lately hanging out for Christmas. Now the singer has been making good use of his time back home with family and seen in the studio with Pato Rankin, DJ Spinner, uh, Bankuli, to name a few. 
Most importantly, Notes has been hugely giving back uh, back home, starting with a meal drive in the heart of Lagos, Surulere, feeding over 250 people, handing out lots of brand new clothing, including around 100 pairs of sneakers, and opening more clean water boreholes built in other cities such as my hometown of Ibadan by his foundation called Clem Foundation. Now, the singer whose private life is always a subject of the media, as seen in recent times, uh, never gets these good deeds publicized. Now, so his good deeds like this go unnoticed. Finally, he has also he also was seen meeting the governor of Ogun State discussing youth endangerment, youth empowerment with the state governor. Now, shout out to Notes for the great work back home, and a special mention has to go out to the good brothers Bankuli and Abu Ebel, who also has assisted with his individual projects in Nigeria. You and I spoke about, you know, the last time he hit the media with all sorts of blogging stories or whatever, but he's continues. This is the second year that Notes has mm. been in Nigeria, opening more boreholes and giving back to the community, but it looks like nobody talks about that. First of all, um, what are your thoughts about his continuous drive to give back back home? And th second of all, I think it's good. I mm. think I find it very weird when you make so much money. It's like you always ha you have to. It's always good to give. It's in the Bible. You mm. need to give, do something. It's always good to do charity work. And I feel like when you have loads of money mm. and you've bought your car, you've bought your like. Let's give house. back house. Do you know what I mean? I know wherever I get to, I want to give back to Nigeria. It's mm. just your hometown. If I don't give back to Nigeria, then our charities in London. It's always good to just give back because you were given the opportunity to be successful. Yep. And so the next thing you need to do is you either thank God and then you give back. Absolutely. That's just what you need to do. Absolutely, man. Like, and I also just think that people like this, uh, showing that they're giving back and the media covering this type of stuff also yeah. encourages a lot Other of people us people to do it. To do it. So because that's they're just why using the money on Balenciagas. Not only did we see him with the kids, giving them food and trainers and whatever, going back to his borehole, drinking fresh water from that. I also saw him in a clip that I posted on social media where he was playing with the kids, you know, on yeah. the swing and just really enjoying himself. We're all human. If we die tomorrow, we're all just in the ground. Hmm. Like, don't think you're better than anybody else. I know you are financially, maybe your status or anything, but at the end of the day, we're all one. We're human. Absolutely. You're gonna, if you die tomorrow... Did you ever see the coffin of someone that he put all his jewellery and everything in the coffin with him and he, they buried him with all his jewellery and his oh Rolexes? God, yeah. What Do you know what I mean? Like They're going to come... The thieves are going to come, come back, back and uh, take it. Take them. And take it. I would. <laughs> if I was there, I need a Rolex. But do you know what I mean? It's good to just really... Sh it's really good to just... There's some of these kids in uh, in Africa, they're, they're struggling or they're... Mm. It's good just to give them a smile. Yes. There's nothing wrong with helping people and smiling. Yes. If you don't... He might not have a big family. We never mm. know. He sees his kids, they're happy. It doesn't take anything, anything to just play. And apart from that, one of the other things that I talk about all the time, especially, you know, like for people like myself growing up in Nigeria, it's not like most of the stars and celebrities that we looked up to came close to us. Like mm. that. They never came to the schools to talk. They and they should do the that. They should. So nowadays, when you're seeing, you know, a note that you're listening to, now he's in Surulere. You feel connected. And come on. You feel and connected. it also inspires you to think, yo... I can do this. I can do that, exactly. It's a good thing. So, I'm re I'm happy for him. Very, very well done. Now, yeah. from Nigeria, we head back to Ghana, where popular controversial singer Patapa got married to his German fiancée this past week. Now, the singer who hit the headlines about two years ago during his European tour, that his promoters complained of his marijuana smoking habits being too expensive whilst 
uh, on a Europe tour, which led to their separation during the time. They claimed he was doing 80, pound, 80 euros worth of uh, marijuana a day. Anyway, turns out he met his wife during uh, the ill-fated tour uh, in, in 2019. Well, fast forward to 2021, both got married and instantly questions were raised by the public if the marriage was legitimate as Leah Miller's family members weren't seen at the ceremony. Mm. Now, however, during an interview after the ceremony, uh, on OKFM in Ghana, Leah spoke confidently about her family's involvement in the wedding, saying Patapa fulfilled expectations by asking her parents in Germany for her hand in marriage as he traveled with his manager to get the approval from her mother. Now, Leah also spoke about the marriage's legitimacy, saying if either hers or his family was against this wedding, then it wouldn't have gone ahead as marriage was between families and not only couples. She also said she had family present at the wedding as her uncle and dad's friend represented her father at the wedding, but they weren't visible to the public because they couldn't speak English, hence taking a back seat. Now, it must also be said that after the wedding, Patapa was asked by a broadcaster in the presence of his wife, who is German, why he left all the big backsides in Ghana for a white woman. Her words, not mine. And he responded by saying, in quote, female privates are the same everywhere. But you can imagine he said it in a more descriptive fashion and colorful language than that. <laughs> Men are the weakest link. They're just the weakest link. You know the funny thing? That was the first clip I saw on social media. Just him stepping off from the marriage and this woman said whatever she was saying in her language. I wasn't sure whether it was ga or tui or whatever, but I knew that there was some nonsense on that conversation. She was saying it to my, my Ghanaian friend, shout out to my sister Ricky. She's the one that breaks down all the stories. When I see, I have an eye to spot that. Nah, there's something a little Not bit right. in this conversation. Get she said, listen, she broke it down. She said, you can imagine the colorful language he used, that all privates all around the world are the same, regardless of whether it's Ghanaian. How would you know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Has he tried all of it? <laughs> Listen, first of all, what are your thoughts about, you know, Patapa, you know, all of a sudden coming out of the woodwork, uh, getting married to, to you know, uh, a lady from Germany? Obviously, people are saying, my man is trying to secure... Uh, you know, the European status. status and stuff like that. Th this country's even, who wants to be in Europe anymore? So everyone should just stay JJ where they want to be. <laughs> because look what's going on in London right now. Who London is long. <laughs> might as well just go stay where you are. I don't know. London I mean, if he's happy, he's happy. Absolutely. He looks happy. And, and I must say that big shout outs to his wife. Uh, did you watch the interview? No. There's an interview, there's an interview that she did on OK uh, FM after the marriage. And she spoke confidently and very genuine as well that's you know she spoke very she answered every controversial question with a clear and definitive answer mm. and i think if there's anybody that doubts her specifically her intentions towards that marriage once you watch that interview mm. and you hear from the lady speak you definitely believe everything at least from her side is 1000 percent genuine and uh, you have to give a big shout out to her because She's been thrown in, it's almost like being thrown in the lion's den. Yeah. You go over to Ghana yeah. and people are saying this, a lot of people are throwing jokes and whatever, whatever, but you still come out that dignified with your response. 
That that you know, that, that takes some. It's 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 between them two, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, yeah. wrapping up the headlines this week uh, is a tweet from iconic Nigerian singer Wande Code saying he is misunderstood. Now the singer also tweeted that even though he sings in Yoruba, Pidgin, and English, he still feels that people don't get don't get him or don't understand him. Now, celebrity fans, celebrities and fans responded to the tweets saying one day he's missed in the scene. Uh, some saying he doesn't get enough credit for his accomplishments. And Burner Boy tweeted that he misses his brother too. First question to you. Um, do you think one day Cole gets enough credit no. for what he's done within the culture? I think within the Nigerian culture, yeah. definitely, because everybody says he's underrated. He's the, yeah, yeah, but I think great. everybody says that because everybody seeks for international um, improvement. Yeah. Improve what the word is. Yeah. He, nobody in Nigeria can open a... Table, table. Nobody in Nigeria can open their mouth and say... One they call is shit. Nobody can say that. You need to watch your words too. You know we're live on TV. We're now. live. Oh my god. Sorry. So you've got to at least two <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Sorry. Nobody can <laughs> say that he's, he's not rubbish. a good artist. But I think because they want him to tour like the Bernard and the David, as usual, we always compare them. But in hands, really and truly, the, the he should be on that level. The hmm. four of them. I think as well. Uh, he had a break, and unfortunately, in this industry, when you have a break. Is either you come back stronger, you've just gone back into the shadows. Mm. And I think he took a bit of a break because we didn't hear from him for a while. Yeah. Then he came back. And I think he came back at a time where there were so many artists and it was hard. It was hard. Like, before, we just had, like, the Wande Cole, Burner, Wiz, David, a mm. few a few other. A few, but now we have so many. much artists that it's hard to keep up. And we have new fans of Afrobeat yeah, that yeah. are not just African, don't that don't know the old school. If you ask an Afrobeat artist, do they know who Nice is? I mean, someone who yeah. Nice, they won't know who Nice is, but he's mm. a pioneer, do you Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's hard. Someone like Wizkid ghosted, but he stayed relevant. Still, he either yeah, did like a brand, he was there. Collaborations. Yeah. I think, you know, first of all, I... It has to be said that one day Cole is one of the greatest and he can sing singers vocally. out of Africa, not even Nigeria. He's one of the pioneers of Afrobeat, Afro pop music. One of the biggest success stories from Mohit Records. His debut album remains an Afrobeat classic. Yeah. to Mohit. Yeah. Anywhere in the world is an bumper absolute bumper. classic of an Afrobeat record. Nobody can doubt. His vocal range, his vocal ability, and, and the talent that he possesses. He is one of the few Afrobeat artists that if he gets on stage for the next one and a half hours, I can guarantee everybody in the audience fun. is dancing and celebrating alongside him. Now, with regards to questions whether he's underrated or giving his flowers enough, I think that also comes with the team. It comes with, you know, exposure. It comes with PR. It comes with media relations. It comes with a lot of other questions. Mm. Brand affiliation that also propels your brand and shows people that this is what you have done. This is what you are doing and this is what you can do. And that way it keeps you in a conversation when when people like us are constantly just dragging our heads about where's burner, whatever. Everybody will tell you that one day cold seat is completely different on that table. Mm. But the problem is is there the the team around one day call to ensure mm -hmm. that his work, his past, his present, his future is being celebrated enough? Mm. That's where the question is. Being misunderstood on Twitter, sometimes he might feel like the fans, because we know what the fans are like on Twitter. Yeah. And sometimes people in the media might hit him up with one or two negative stuff. 
Trust me, the people that know about music, one day call, yeah. you are not misunderstood. Not we at all. understand you word for word, yeah. bumper to bumper, vocal to vocal. You are a an icon. Yeah. However, we need to ensure that the right team is in that camp, yeah. making sure that his exploits are celebrated by the rest of the world. Mm. And again, you have to, just as you've said, to fast forward to 2020, the Afropop uh, uh, pot is full of talent yeah. with a lot of mixtures in there. Now we've got young people coming up. There are people... Dozens of people who have publicly said that one day call is the reason they sing. Everyone Shout says that. To Oxley. He Shout says out that. To Fireboy. He sounds Shout like him. All of them. Uh, yeah. Giving one day call the credit. I think it's the new fans that miss. I think. I think it's the new fans mm. because, uh, like I said, music evolves. So something like his song again, which is my favorite song, it's yeah. like on my Spotify list, like the most played song. Again, it's crazy. But it's different to bumper to bumper. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. very, it's very different. When back in the day, when was into bumper to bumper, I didn't think he would but do a song like again. I think his album Wanted, which a lot of was co-produced and backing vocals by the likes of Mali Berry, that mm. album to me is still one of the greatest albums. It out is, there. it is. You know, that but that is crazy. that sound is a bit different now. Mm. So I think just the new fans, they don't. It, it, I think it's the new fans. They don't know. You people don't why, know. Yeah, but that's why sometimes, you know, a lot of us have to take the responsibility just as I went on a yeah, Twitter rant. it's true. Two yeah, days ago, yeah, yeah. having to say that this is what has happened in the past. Mm. These are the moments where things changed for yeah. us. These are the people that stepped up from Two-Face, to, from Willow to Magic System to Two-Face mm. to Castro to Sarkode to Whiskey, P-Square, D-Banj, Banky W., one day call, you know, and then we got to like the Whisk Kids and yeah. Davidos and Burner Boys yeah. and all of these young yeah. cats. Yeah. Before that, we had a history of musicians from Five Five to Castro to Stage <laughs> A, and then we switched lane with P Square Nice, the band, you know, and these are the people that have done stuff. Yes, we are now in the worlds of the Yemi Aladez, the Tiwa Savages, but before that, mm. there were people that kicked the door open. I think it's ODG. Shout they have to, to stay brother. relevant. It's hard. Mm. It's, we had this, we've been talking about this the whole day, and it's good that there's a topic. It's the same. It's hard. He could be going. It's just hard. Like you have mm. to stay relevant. It's not easy to constantly churn out music. Mm. You get music burn. So if you stop releasing music, you now have to think of something that's going to still keep you relevant. Mm. So even though Wizkid didn't release an album for like what six years, something yeah, like that, was he was time. doing Puma, he was doing JD, he was there. He he did um, concerts, collaborations. collaborations. He was doing hooks for like, do you know what I mean? Concerts. He concerts. He was doing that. So it's unfortunate that it, it people might he he just needed to probably stay relevant. I think mm. that was where it was. He needed to, and it goes down to the team. I don't know if he has a team, whoever his manager, publicist, whatever. Yeah. They can be okay. Cool. You don't want to make music right now. Let's what just go on a tour because you can do a, a Mushin to Mohit's tour. It will pack out. And apart from that, that, that's another yo. That's another thing. A lot of the Afrobeat artists, you know, people like uh, when they call Mushin to Mohit's people like. Uh, Sean Tizo mm. with the album The Journey. You can do album tours right now. Yeah. And you will bring out the thousands of people that loved that album at the time. Yeah. I've said it a million times before. Because WizKids concert, I just want to listen to Superstar. I'm not going to lie to you. Thing. I don't want to listen to Made in Some people want to listen to Superstar. Yeah. Some people want... So you can decide that, you know what? One Day Cole is doing a Mushi to Mo Hits tour Europe and United States of America. It will be big. It will be mad. 
and just adding a bit of the mavens, bringing some of the mavens, it will be big. So people need to start thinking about that. And apart from that, one day, if you had the opportunity to have met one day Cole personally, I personally believe he's one of the funniest people out there. It's ridiculous. If you meet him in close quarters, you will be rolling on the floor. He is a jester. He has, you know, he's acting different personalities. He's trying to... Mm. So there are different sides to the entertainment business that whilst you want to take a break from music, you could have found some. That's what Don Jazzy does. Don Jazzy on Instagram. No, man. Don Jazzy... That guy is the funniest man ever. No, Don Jazzy deserves a special mention. Uh, Today I saw him post a video where I think it's some of his young female staffs at uh, the records that were doing some skits where they were dancing and he tried to dance and it was funny. But what I, I put a message underneath that video to say Don Jazzy is one of the most successful people in entertainment business. He's one of, if not the most iconic Afrobeat producer yeah. in the world. He is very, very wealthy. <laughs> Yet, this man still takes the time out. Not only to show his funny side and human side to his audience, but also to find subtle ways of promoting his artist content. Because the music in the background was the Remus. Yeah, yeah, he does that, yeah. And he's, if he don't jazz, he can take the time out to do that much. It's moving with the times. A lot of these people Everybody don't know how to use Instagram. To, he knows how to use to a reel. He's moving from the times. He's too funny. Hmm. And he keeps relevant. I can't remember the last... Like, if Remo wasn't here, I can't remember the last track of Don Jazzy. But he's still relevant because of his Instagram. And the minute there's a post-up that you see of Don Jazzy, guess what? We want to see... Because he's going to make me laugh, yeah. And then Absolutely. I want to listen to the song. Absolutely. Shout even he even promotes it to other people. When yeah, he did his it, thing of Infinity, Alamade and Omalay. Yeah. To, to LAX, to everybody. Don Jazzy, is, his door is open for you to come in and for him to use his platform, which is almost 10 million followers on Instagram, mm. to push your platform. That is an example of not only a leader, an icon, a pioneer, but also somebody that tries to engage with the times and just take that time and do other stuff. So that's what people should be doing. And hopefully the people around Wande Cole can seize on the multiple talents that he has and showcases it one way or another to the world. And if it is that the brother just needs a little bit of help and support to get himself back to where he's supposed to be, then uh, get him there. Get him that help. Well, um, finishing this week's episode with Shopsy Do's and Don'ts, where we look at some of the great and not so great highlights of the past week. Uh, first up is Cash App singer Bella Schmurder, seen <laughs> apparently intoxicated and high on stage whilst performing for fans. That's definitely a Shopsy Don't, isn't it? Shameful. This is the pro- You're too young and you're too early in the game to be doing things like this. Mm. It's just, I don't understand why you go and perform and you're just intoxicated. You can, some people have a but bit this of alcohol is not a fir- to... Yeah, but this is not the first time that we've discussed this, particularly with male performers uh, within the Afrobeat Everyone just has follow, follow. Where a lot of people haven't really taken care of themselves. Yeah. And they've appeared on stage drunk and high. Hence why we talk about the women. We've still never seen a drunk female can never, can never. They, they, Yemi could never. Could, she could never. never. Yeah, that's the thing. Impossible. Never. Respect so, yourself. But again, once again, it was said that, that, that Bella had admitted last year that he had problems with alcohol and drugs in the past. And They're too like young that. to so, be doing that, though. Yeah, so maybe this was probably... But it goes back to the team, like we always say. Mm. 
Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yemi has a strong team. Mm. 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 You'd mm. scold her. Yeah, everybody. Do you know what I mean? Everybody will He might not have a team. And he might and maybe the mm. people around him are just like clout chasers or like his brethren that are not really mm. caring. So they're not really telling him what he's doing is wrong. When mm. you get into the industry, get a strong team so they can lead you to the right direction. Finally, uh, next is viral video of British Ghanaian singer, I think I pronounced it well, Kiai Dakwa, hopefully I did. We, uh, with covers to Lupita and Burner Boys Bank on it, she posted both videos on her, uh, on her page, doing the covers and oh, instantly yeah, like received repost by celebrities. I as well posted on my platform, giving her mileage for something as simple as sharing a video of herself showcasing her talent. Definitely a shops you do. Love it. How many times do we? How many times have we encouraged artists to try to sh just post something? Just you post. You never know what's going on. Yeah. And that when she actually sent me a DM saying thank you for sharing my stuff on your wow. content, which I think was classy as well. Wow. Uh, uh, and the and that wraps up this week, of course, of the Ali Chopin Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. Make sure you subscribe on all platforms. YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you get that. And again, big shout out to Yanga TV. We're there every Saturday, 7.30 p.m. and Monday at 7 p.m. Until next time, it's peace for myself and my incredible guest who Bye. always has a lot to say. I am Maurice, the See PR. See you later. Thanks for having me. Extraordinaire. We will be getting you on another time. Oh, God. Definitely. Do you need me? Once <laughs> <laughs> again, thank you very much for joining us. And it's peace. And we out. Yes, yes, yes.